Aloha, and welcome to the Hawaii Smooth Jazz Connection. I am your host, Gwendolyn Harris. Every week, this show will showcase one of our local musicians slash artists or vocalists here in Hawaii. From time to time, we will have a special guest artist, so you must stay tuned to watch. Now, my guest this week can be found playing the keyboards at different venues all around Hawaii. He moved to Hawaii in 2008 after being part of the San Francisco jazz scene for 12 years. His 2004 debut recording entitled The Joshua K. Quartet Live. Since moving to Hawaii, he has been recording and performing locally with his trio as well as his R&B jazz group Adagio. In 2015, this artist released a CD of his own original music performed on solo piano called Introspection, and a second solo piano CD entitled Short Story in 2017. Recently, this artist produced an album of jazz standards for a local nonprofit, Simply the Best Jazz with Aloha, which brought together many of Honolulu's finest musicians as well as notable mainland players such as New York trumpet player Eddie Henderson. He has led a series of popular tribute, tribute shows in Blue, at Blue Note Hawaii, including tributes to Nina Simone, Jill Scott, Billie Holiday, and most recently, Stevie Wonder. Please welcome Mr. Joshua Kay to the show. Aloha, Joshua, and thank you Aloha. for being here today. Thank you. Nice to be here. How are you doing? You're doing okay? I'm good. You're yeah. good? Okay. Now, one thing I, I do want to ask you, what made you get into playing music? Uh, I just wanted a piano when I was six years mm -hmm. old, and I started lessons when I was seven. My parents were, they got me a piano, an upright piano, a used one, and I liked it right away. Even before I had it, I wanted it. So mm -hmm. I just started uh, doing it, learning songs by ear and taking piano lessons. At the age of seven? Seven. Wow. Now, do you play any other instruments? Uh, not really. Keyboard instruments. I picked up melodica about a year and a half ago, which okay. is another keyboard instrument. I. Broke that out at the Stevie Wonder show for a second. Is that what is that is that what that I what that I saw? It, it kind of sounds like a harmonica, right? Especially I try to make it sound like that the way I play it. Well, I thought you were playing harmonica. For those of you who don't know, um, I attended the Stevie Wonder show and it was it was amazing. It was off the chain. Um, the vocalist that he had, uh, David Harris, I believe, mm -hmm. and Veronica Graham were just off the chain. And of course, the playing of the band, and of course, Mr. Joshua K here. So when you did the harmonica part, I thought you were actually playing a harmonica. It wasn't. It wasn't. It's a melodica. But wow. It's a similar sound, and I try to bend the notes a little bit on it so I can get that harmonica sound. Well, it, it, it was a good show. Thank you. It, it was a very good show. You need to do it again. Yeah, that was actually the second time we've done it. But really? I, yeah, I could do it again. Okay, yeah, you need to do it again. Yeah. See, we need to do that again. Now, after living in California and being on the jazz scene in San Francisco for, what, like 12 years mm -hmm. or so, what made you move to Hawaii? Uh, my brother was living out here, and I would started coming out to visit and started surfing, and I really enjoyed surfing in the warm waters here, and I just wanted 
do live here. Mm -hmm. Do that more. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Are you originally from California? Originally from Maryland, right oh. outside of Baltimore. Oh, okay. Yep. And I uh, went to a college in Maryland, and then after I graduated, moved out to San Francisco. <coughs> what college did you go to in Maryland? St. Mary's College of Maryland, the oh. liberal arts school. I was a music major, studied classical piano with a pianist named Brian Gans. <coughs> Excuse me, my viewers. I'm getting over this. It's cold here. <coughs> I'm from Philadelphia, so you were yeah. quite close. Did you so, ever go to Philadelphia or Pennsylvania to play any? I didn't, but sometimes I hear people from Philadelphia and they sound like they're from Baltimore. Similar accents. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, in 2015, you released Introspection. 2017, you released your album, The Short Story. Mm -hmm. you, produced, you produced the album of jazz standards for the nonprofit, which is Muriel Stiff's um, nonprofit, uh, Jazz with Aloha. Is there a new album or anything in the works for you? I do. I always have a lot of projects going on. I just, I sent you some of them, but I mix, it's a little different, but there are instrumentals and beats, and I think I'm going to put those out um, <coughs> as a release, although some of them I'd like to match up with mm -hmm. singers or uh, rappers also. So, um, but yeah, I'm thinking of putting those out just as a CD of their own instrumental. Some of them stand on their own as something you could listen to. <coughs> Other ones sound like uh, they could use somebody flowing on top of it or singing on top mm. of it. So, a little different type of project. <coughs> this is not a good day for me today. Anyway, I might have, I know somebody that would be very well for that when you're talking about rap. Mm. So, hey. I'll talk with you. Yeah, sure. I'll talk with you about that. Now, who's your favorite musician? You're a musician yourself, but who's your favorite? Oh, there's so many. It's hard to, you know, pick one. Uh, growing up as a pianist, you know, a lot, listening to a lot of the great classical pianists, and then also uh, when I got into jazz, pianists like Oscar Peterson mm -hmm. and Bill Evans and uh, Ahmad Jamal was big for me. Um, and then going on, I got into this Brazilian uh, composer and performer named Yvonne Linz. And uh, so, yeah, those are, those are some of my favorites. Although, I have so many, really. You have so many? Yeah. Who would you like to collaborate with? Huh. You know, I don't know. Uh, anybody, really, who inspires me and hopefully that I inspire back. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I don't have any specific names Nobody specific? Nobody specific right now. I, w I know who I would like to see you collaborate with. I know. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that, too. I think it would be awesome. Now, you're a band leader, musical director for two different groups, um, the Joshua K. Quartet and Adagio. So tell me about Adagio, your group Adagio. Adagio, I started a while ago. I was playing duo gigs with uh, Rhea Davis, mm -hmm. and I wanted to put a band behind her. So I got a drummer and a bass player. I forget. It was Mark Tenoy on bass, drums. I can't remember exactly who it was at that time. And then we started playing 
regularly at Jazz Minds. Mm -hmm. Bonnie B, the drummer, moved here. He was in. He got into the group pretty early, and so yeah, we started playing at Jazz Minds every Thursday, and then we had a gig at it was called Mez One, Mez One Twenty Seven or something. Was it Mez? That? Mez, I've seen it. I've it was seen, in it, one of these buildings yes, right here downtown. Yes, anyway, yes. we were there playing every Saturday night for a while, and then we've done a few uh, festivals. But yeah, it started with just me and Rhea. Um, and yeah, uh, we're actually playing tomorrow night at Jazz Minds. For you guys, you need to go to Jazz Minds. Adagio is, I'm telling you, with the vocalist Rhea, she, she sets it off. And then you have Bonnie B. That used to play with um, Spyro Gyra. Yes. Yes. Um, and, you know, Mark Tenoy is the mm -hmm. bass player. So, I mean, the whole group is just phenomenal. So, if you get a chance tomorrow, go out to Jazz Minds and see Adagio. You will not be disappointed. I, I promise you, you won't be. You, uh, you promise me. What other performances do you have coming up besides Adagio, if any? Any more tributes in the work? we, works? We did talk about Stevie Wonder. Um, no tributes in the works right now, but I do have Saturday night, albeit Formaggio's and Kaimuki with Frank Tabata. Okay. And we'll be playing standards. And then next Saturday, the 13th, I believe, um, Sherry Graham will be joining me at Jazz okay. Minds with a trio. So we'll do that. You've probably come out. You've, you've heard us. Uh, yes, too, yes, so. yes, yes. You know, I, I follow you. I, I, I follow you. Where, wherever there's music, wherever there's Joshua, I'm going to follow. Most definitely. Now, what advice would you give um, an up-and-coming artist? I would just say, I mean, keep practicing, really. Mm -hmm. Like, just keep learning. Mm -hmm. It's really about learning, I think. Um, and... Really, music and learning music has rewards that are so great mm -hmm. all in themselves. So when you're just doing that, you're really reaping the most important benefits. Mm -hmm. And um, that's my main advice. Awesome. What would you do? And I ask this of all the musicians um, that I interview because I just want to know what they say. Uh, growing up, I played music in the schools, and as you know now, they're taking it out of the school, which is unfortunate and sad. So what do you think that we could do, or you know, what can you do, or do you have a project or something that would help to keep the arts in the schools, music, the arts, dance, all of that? You know, I think that's one of those things that we have to um, think about when we vote. Mm -hmm. Because it sure would be nice to have music back in the schools. I mean, back in the day, people could hum an entire melody to themselves, mm -hmm. even if they didn't play an instrument. They were exposed to music in the schools. And, even, and if they were in band or orchestra at school, they, they really were learning uh, you know, classical music and maybe jazz. Um, they had a, and that became the audience for that type of music. Without mm -hmm. it being in the schools, that audience has shrunk a lot more. Um, yes. So, hey, if we could just get it back in there, try to maybe reverse course as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. 
I, and I agree wholeheartedly with you. Like I said, when I was, um, it's what kept me out of trouble, basically, <laughs> you know, back in the day, uh, playing music uh, in the schools, being band, choir, orchestra, whatever. It, it keeps you out of trouble. And I love it. And to this day, you know, I played all the way up to college. Yep. And your appreciation in music is probably largely in part from your experience. Exactly. 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 Well, we have to go on a quick break, but don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Hi, I'm Rusty Komori, host of Beyond the Lines on Think Tech Hawaii. My show is based on my book, also titled Beyond the Lines, and it's about creating a superior culture of excellence, leadership, and finding greatness. I interview guests who are successful in business, sports, and life, which is sure to inspire you in finding your greatness. Join me every Monday as we go beyond the lines at 11 a.m. Aloha. Aloha. This is Winston Welch. I am your host of Out and About, where every other week, Mondays at 3, we explore a variety of topics in our city, state, nation, and world, and uh, events, organizations, the people that fuel them. It's a really interesting show. We welcome you to tune in, and we welcome your suggestions for shows. Um, you got a lot of them out there, and we have an awesome uh, studio here where we can get your ideas out as well. So I look forward to you tuning in every other week where we've got some great guests and great topics. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to come away inspired like I do. So I'll see you every other week here at 3 o'clock on Monday afternoon. Aloha. Because you just started... Aloha and welcome back to the Smooth Jazz Connection where I have my guest here, Mr. Joshua Kay. Joshua, thank you for being here on the show with thank me you. today. I, 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 I follow you between Adagio, your, smooth, your, your tributes um, to, at Blue Note, just an amazing keyboardist, keyboardist, pianist, producer. Now, what I want to get into is tell me about your CDs, the different, how do your CDs differ, your music differ on your CDs? Sure. Um, the first one I made is actually a live CD, and it's the Joshua Cake Quartet. It's a Latin jazz CD, and at the time, I was lucky enough to be playing with some veterans of the old Cal Jader band, uh, Rob Fisher on bass, and Pete Riso on drums, mm -hmm. and uh, bongo player named Danilo Pais, who's still in the San Francisco area and runs mm -hmm. a salsa band. Anyway, we had a real nice chemistry playing, and so I knew I wanted to record us, so I just brought in some mics during a couple gigs and, um, you know, got basically a, a live CD out of that. Mm -hmm. And at the time, the concept was really jazz standards, but done with Latin rhythms. Okay. Um, which has has been done in different ways before, um, but I felt like I had a unique spin on it, especially the character of the bongos kind of throughout the record adds a sort of unique touch to it. Hmm. Um, I'd always been writing original uh, pieces of music, um, and... I ended up with a lot of original music uh, for solo piano that I just felt like I wanted to document. Mm -hmm. So I actually went over to Kit Eversbeck's studio in, I think it was, made, 
may have been 2011 or 2012. Mm -hmm. And I spent three days just recording all of my original music. And it was really just so that I would have some version recorded. Right, right. Um, and although I thought, you know what, when I get around to it, I could release this stuff. And so a few, a few years later, I sort of had the time to go through it, pick out my favorite takes and things like mm -hmm. that. And I actually have enough material that I could release a third solo record out of that. But I did uh, one in 2015, and then I did another one in 2017. I also want to mention one other. Mm -hmm. I didn't bring it here, but it was a CD um, I did for a lady named Laura May, who is married to Hank, who owns the Dragon Upstairs, okay. and was a great supporter of mine uh, right after I moved here. I, in fact, my first steady gig was every Friday night for a little bit over at the Dragon Upstairs. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, his wife, Laura May, uh, wanted to make, she's a great songwriter, and wanted to have a nice CD done of her songs that she'd written. So I helped her make a CD of that, and that is also available online. I'm trying to remember the name of the CD. Uh, Midnight Smooth, that's okay. what it's called. Midnight Smooth. And it features all kinds of local um, musicians. Uh, and that was, must have been 2009 or something mm -hmm. like that, right after I moved here. But that's another really nice CD. And it's called Midnight Smooth? Midnight Smooth. And the music on that is really a variety. She, she wrote in a variety of styles. Some of it sounds like uh, 70s disco a little bit. Others. Um, sound like Latin music. Um, she called a lot of them novelty tunes. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, a real nice CD. And uh, so yeah, then I did the piano ones. And then Muriel got in touch with me to make a CD for her nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And that one, she chose out all the songs that she wanted. And um, there's a story behind the CD. Um, her husband had passed away. So these were songs that were meaningful to her with respect to the passing of her husband and uh, we took these great, I took the standards and then we kind of chose musicians who we wanted to feature on the different standards mm -hmm. and um, I arranged most of them and we went in and recorded them in a few different sessions. At, at the time I had a piano in my own studio uh, so we, re we did one day recording um, some of the cuts that didn't need drums. Mm -hmm. And I think Dean Taba was there for that. Rocky Holmes on saxophone, actually clarinet that mm -hmm. day. And me, and um, <coughs> then we did a second larger session at, um, it was called, it used to be called AVEX. I can't remember the name of the studio now, but beautiful studio in Hawaii Kai. And we did a whole bunch of, um, other ones with two different drummers. Uh, Bonnie B was on some of the tracks, and then Daryl Pellegrini came in for some of the tracks. And um, again, Rocky was on those. Dean Taba. I don't remember who else. A whole, whole bunch of people. Whole bunch. Well, let's look at this. This is for for those of you. The people can still purchase the CDs, right? Yeah, you can Where get all of them. Where can they purchase these CDs? Uh, you should be able to find them if you Google search for them. You know, the title, my name, they should come up. Um, iTunes, CD Baby, all the um, regular places online that you could get them. If you want to get a physical copy, you'd probably have to track me down. Track you down? Or track Muriel well, down for that you one. You can probably track, track Joshua down at Blue Note Hawaii, Jazz Minds, or contact me. <laughs> I can get in contact with him. But we're just, I'm just going to show 
some of our viewers um, these CDs. So this is the one entitled, It Had To Be You, Love Songs, Long Love Songs To, to What's That, To Today, Today Do? Today Do. Today Do. Yeah. So this is the one that they did for the nonprofit. And some of the songs that are on here are, um, again, It Had To Be You, Time After Time, um, I remember you. I know Rhea, she sings a couple songs that on here. Yes. But you just have to get this one. Because I've heard this this album before and it's it's awesome. This I'm gonna go through his CDs. This is his very first one. See, I had to read his I had to read his bio. I didn't know any of this <laughs> before before the show. But this is his first one. This is his first C D, the Joshua K. Quartet Live. This is the one. This this is the one that has the salsa, like the Latin, the Latin, Latin jazz, Latin flavor, jazz yeah. to it, the Latin jazz flavor to it. And, and, and I love Latin jazz. I love salsa. I love all of that. So look at this one. And then these are his, this is his second, his second CD, which is Joshua K. Intros, introspection, a solo piano recording. That's his second one. And then this is his third one, Joshua K. Short Story. Where did you come up with the titles for these? Titles are tough for me. I was actually first titling the songs that I'd written, because I usually don't write with the title in mind. Mm -hmm. um, and then sort of going through and figuring out which one I wanted to use also as the CD title. So mm -hmm. that's kind of what happened in that case. Um, the title of Introspection, I actually recorded in that same studio I was talking about um, where I'd done the first session uh, for Muriel's CD. But, um, and, yeah, Introspection, I just felt like it also kind of summed up the whole, uh, the whole CD, mm -hmm. you know, because these are things that were sort of, um, have been in my, kind of, in my mind for a long time. And you know, even when I recorded them, it wasn't immediately for just to put out there and everything. Right. It was more like just to document these things that I'd come up with. But really, you know, unless you happen to be walking by when I'm playing piano at mm -hmm. some gig and happen to be playing one of my uh, original pieces, nobody else would really know them. So you know, there's an introspective quality to, to it and uh, so that's how I came up with that one and then short story was just one of the tunes kind of has a classical flavor mm -hmm. on it and I just liked it and I thought it made a good um, title again short story because I don't know these tunes kind of remind me of short stories, short stories. <laughs> yeah they, they sort of are I'm just curious you know I, I in when you make your music but how long does it take for you to, to come up with a song I'm just curious it can really vary. Um, you know, a lot of times I have ideas and then I can go back and take a look at that idea and develop something out of it. Um, so it just varies. Some things happen very, very quickly. I mean, certainly some of the tunes I've written, I just sat down at the piano and got up after 40 minutes and the idea was there and in my mind felt complete. Wow. Now, do you have children? Do your children play? I do. I have, I have three children. And do they are they musically inclined too? They have no choice but to 
so they have no choice. They have no choice. None at all. So do, no. you, do you ever think that you're going to um, have them come on stage with you one day? That they can choose. I would never force them to. Performing is, you know, that's a whole different thing. Right. But I think they should explore. Everybody should have some relationship with music. Mm -hmm. You know, even if it's just listening to the radio in your car. That's something. Right. And, but we can, you know, I think it's good for them to cultivate that and to learn an instrument. Um, my son's playing violin. My daughter's playing cello. She also plays piano. My mm. three-year-old is, as soon as my eight-year-old girl wants to play piano, of course <laughs> she wants to play piano at that moment. Really? Right. Uh -huh. So then, right. but, so she gets her turn on the piano too. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. I can, I can see it as a family affair. It, it kind of is. My, my wife is a piano teacher, so. Oh. <laughs> there you go. There you go. The whole whole family of keyboards. Yeah. We have a lot of pianos in the house. We have every, <laughs> every room. Oh, my goodness. Well, Joshua, I thank you so much for being here at the Hawaii Smooth Jazz Connection. I want you to come back, and I want you to bring Adagio. Sounds good. And next time, hopefully, you'll play. You'll be able to play. Let's see if we can do that. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hawaii Smooth Jazz Connection. Tune in next week when we'll have Zanik Lindsay and JC Gay on the show. Mahalo, aloha, and God bless. You see